Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Legion's Lounge, an all-new podcast hosted by me, Andrew of the Cardboard Cohorts, and my co-host, CEO of Future Lore Studios, creator of Legion's Realms at War, the trading card game, Mr. Taylor Howe. Taylor, thank you for being here. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to be part of this this whole thing and this new adventure. So, you know, we're only a game that's only been a a year old and going and and now now, uh, bringing you guys in and working together to do a podcast like this. I think it's great to reach out to the community and be part of that. So, Absolutely. And of course, with us as well is our producer of the Legion's Lounge podcast, Mr. Matt Waller. Matt, what's going on, buddy? How are you doing? Not too much, man. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Fantastic. So, Matt, like I told you, this podcast wouldn't be what it is without you. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do the editing and, and recording and everything. We I appreciate, appreciate you having me, man. I'm it an really old means fogey. A lot. <laughs> I'm an old fogey, and I don't know anything about that stuff. So, so Andrew, where can we uh, where can we find this and all of the the links for this these podcasts okay. going forward? Okay, so we're recording on um, Anchor FM, and what Anchor FM does is once we're done recording, we publish the episode. It will literally blast out this podcast to anywhere there isn't a podcast. So we're talking Apple iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and of course Spotify. So you can literally hit us up on every single one of those podcasts. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, people are probably trying to wonder, okay, you already have a YouTube channel. Why why a podcast? Well, not everybody watches YouTube, and podcast is a big thing. And when you're traveling, especially during the holiday seasons, and you just want to flip on a good episode and listen to some people talk about some trading card games, hey, this is the one for you. Uh, what other podcast where are you going to have where you have the actual creator of the game to be able to uh, you know, talk to? We have the signups uh, on um, our discords, uh, both mine, uh, the Cardboard Cohorts Discord, and Legion's Realms at Wars um, Discord. You can go in there, hit the sign-up sheet, be a guest on the show, and actually pick the brain of the creator of this amazing TCG. So... Yeah, that's something we really wanted to capitalize on, right? You know, like um, YouTube is a great platform, uh, especially visually, to represent uh, not only the cards in the, the in its physical form, but having that opportunity to uh, be part of the discussion, bring the community in uh, week by week, um, whether it's one guest or two, or however we decide to do it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. as as we go along with the podcast, I'm sure we'll we'll add other things, and we're talking about a potential community roundtable as well. So. Um, these are all going to be great avenues, I think. And, you know, listening to it, uh, like you said, on the go, right? You right. know, a lot of people don't immediately busy lives and a lot of people don't necessarily have time to sit and watch a YouTube video. But it's something that uh, you can pick up and listen to while you're doing stuff around the house, uh, you know, or, or on your drive somewhere, right? Especially, like you said, during the holiday season. So whether it's a, whether it's a commute back or to or from work. Um, or something on the way to a relative's place or whatever, I feel as though uh, we got a really good platform for that. Man, you could listen to this yeah. podcast walking your dog, dude, or or exactly. no, session, like, or just cleaning around your house. That's a great thing about podcasts. Yeah, like, it's, you're just joining into the conversation, and it's like you don't have to set aside time to watch the video of it. Absolutely. Yeah, we all know YouTube. Like, it's, like you said, Taylor, it's one of those things where you – physically sit down to watch and engage with with uh, content creators podcasts is a lot different you could just literally throw it on and uh you know listen to it while you're doing today like i listen to podcasts every night when i'm doing dishes or cleaning up around the house so uh it's a great uh great 
outlet to use, especially, you know, promote a game, talk about a game and, and interact with the fans. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's what this is all about. It's, it's for new players, veteran players, and those just interested in trading card games and wanting to pick up something different than maybe Magic the Gathering or, or whatever else is out there right now, flesh and blood. Um, and uh, so that's what it's all about, just us sitting down talking about this amazing game, uh, its origins, uh, things like that. So, you know. Uh, I, I think a, a crucial part, too, is just like it's just getting the opportunity at the ground level. Right. Like I said, we're, we're only a year old now, but it's the fact that we're, we're going strong and. You know, this I believe this uh, podcast is going to be airing right in the time before our uh, before our big set uh, launches on Kickstarter. So, I mean, that's going to be something great to watch out for uh, as we try and expand and scale up uh, even bigger and reach masses that we haven't been able to reach yet. Mm -hmm. um, so I know we had the you know, in the in the indie TCG space, we had the luxury of some of these other games, like you mentioned, uh, Flesh and Blood coming along and kind of opening the door uh and blazing a trail for a lot of uh, a lot of indie TCGs uh, coming out from different parts of the world, and show, really showing people and game stores, uh, players, and hobby enthusiasts that there is uh, there's another avenue, another way, another games can exist outside of just the typical big three that have been mm -hmm. in the forefront for so long. And I really think that uh, that's something that we can capitalize on. Now, since then, we've uh, obviously we've seen a big influx of tcgs hit the market space yeah whether that be yeah. through kick whether that we be through kickstarter um or otherwise but the big thing is is that one of the things we want to prove and we want to show is that you know allegiance is here to stay um we want to really lock into the fact that uh we have a great community that's you know we even say that our community's been around for over a year now but it's just a it's it's still budding in the fact that uh, we have new people joining every day Mm -hmm. um contacting us through different social media platforms and uh this is just another avenue that you can you can be part of the community part of the conversation and yeah. uh and come in and and talk with great community members and myself so yeah well, so exactly. so i want to i want to talk about that actually so uh you asked when this would be airing so episode one this episode right here will be airing on uh january 23rd um right before christmas eve um so we'll air episode one, and then every week, uh, I'm thinking of releasing every Monday after that, we'll release a new episode. Um, and uh, so trying to think, I'm thinking Mondays probably be the best time to, you know, beginning of the week for to release an episode. Um, well, because then people have think? more things to do, right? Like yeah, you, yeah. You, do a, you listen to a podcast while you're doing something, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Mondays, I mean, they just getting into your week and, you know, you're, you got things to do. Weekends more your relaxed time. So I, I think yeah. releasing it on the Monday is great. But it makes I also sense. Talk, it sets off your week. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right foot, right? So. Exactly. Right. So, but I also want to talk about, as you mentioned, Kickstarter. So we're doing this right before the Legion's Realms at War Kickstarter. And, and I want to just say something, um, how I feel about Kickstarter. Um, so Kickstarter, as you said, we've seen like this influx of TCG since COVID. Uh, you know, a lot of these games were nothing more than, you know, let's try to see if we can get rich. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of them failed miserably. We've seen things like uh, Maelstrom and, and uh, Polywalk just, you know, not doing so well with their Kickstarter, whether it be mismanagement of funds or just running away with funds. Right. So 
the, uh, it put a bad taste in people's mouth. Well, the good thing about Legion's Realms at War is it's a game that's already done. It's a game that's already been out for a year. So there's no, oh, well, we're not going to produce cards. We're not going to produce product for our consumers, for those that are interested, because the game's already been out for a year. And we've released, or you've released, what, three expansions already, correct? In just correct, a year. Yeah. So exactly. this this has to show people like, okay, this game's legit. This game is uh, pushing out this product. There's a lot of games that have been out a lot longer than Legion's Realms at War that have barely put out what you've put it no, out. No, 100%. 100%. And wise. like, I think something that's very interesting is that it's like we've, like, Legion's Realms at War has over, I, I want to say over 700 cards right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's, and so there's, you can get rid of that kind of fear of not wondering how it's going to turn out because you can already see the first, exactly. like, the first big chunk of it because you there's already, right, Three expansions, battle decks for each of them. Mm-hmm. There's and then we're getting we're getting with the release of Empires on the Rise, which is the Kickstarter release. We're getting exactly. brand new warlords, eight warlords, eight new guardians, synergies, things like these key cards that play the game that are going to really just change everything with this game. The well, it's the first time that those them. that all of those key pieces, like you mentioned, is the first time it's actually released in one sealed product, right? Exactly. Because uh, Ravage Lands didn't have Warlords, but it had Guardians, right? And Synergies, yeah, it, it, yeah, and Synergies, uh, and then uh, Frontiers. It, you could pull like the foiled Warlords, uh, but you you could pull Guardians. Uh, but th- like you said, this Empires of the Rise uh, and that's then... launching on Kickstarter in January, it has everything, man, and it's going to change the meta of this game 100%. And there's also, like, it's also the uh, the first time Legion-specific um, bount- Bounty Renowned Warriors, or not, sorry, not Bounty, yeah. uh, Renowned Warriors are coming out. Because yeah, we have the, the Ren Renegade and the Cacabell ones. Yep. But now we have yep. the, the new ones coming in Empires on the Rise as well. It's, all, it's so, everything packed into one set man it's going to be huge and, and like i said if i was like a person that was like you know hesitant on kickstarter with tcgs which obviously you guys know i am i i, I cover a lot of new indie tcgs i don't cover anything that's the top three it's just it's something i don't do on my youtube channel um but uh that's that's that if i was an outsider looking in when it came to backing Kickstarter, I wouldn't have any fear backing Legions Realms at War simply because it's already done. It's already complete. It's already here. And you know what I mean? It's already in LGSs. So Yeah, and we um, show that we deliver, like you said, it's already in LGSs, right? Like this is right. this is a hundred percent our goal is to expand, right? Mm-hmm. Is to is to grow. And you know, the fact that uh, you know, coming as a game coming out of Canada, you know, um, our market is, you know, way smaller than the united states you guys have 10 times the population right mm-hmm. so yeah and you're just you reach a bigger a bigger space than than we ever could right and so the fact is is that we're already in the united states we actually have more stores in the u.s than we do in canada mm-hmm. um so that goes to show the our expansion already right and it's just it's to capitalize on that right so we're right. gonna have but not only is it going to be available for consumers, but it's also going to be av- just available for LGSs as well, right? Like we want to make sure that they're treated properly in this, and not only are pre-existing LGSs that have the opportunity to get product um, overall below their typical wholesale, but also their opportunity to reach out to new LGSs that haven't 
that we haven't got a chance to reach yet or haven't heard of us yet because like i said we're only a year old and we haven't had a mass marketing plan like this before so um we we look at year one you might think like oh are they going to kickstarter now because year one was like a testing session but no it's actually the game's been uh built and developed over the past decade and so it's year one was in no way a, a test for us year one was let's hit the ground running let's then release the product let's grow through stores too. i think so too right and i think it's like let's let's grow through stores and see what our true player base is instead of jumping in on that early kickstarter boom and seeing yeah. like the, the potential of of you know a lot of the the people that would just grab it and end up flipping it we wanted a, we wanted to true test the waters to see where we were at Mm-hmm. And we feel as though now using Kickstarter as a mass marketing tool to help us scale up uh, in our modern world, the TCG scale, I think as though that's uh, that's one of the best tools that we can use. Oh, absolutely. Oh, exactly. and that's that's what Kickstarter, in my opinion, really is. It's just a marketing tool. It's not a free marketing tool because, like I said, you, you're going to get feed for it. But the how it reaches the masses of like you said outside of canada here in the united states it's just one of those tools that right now it's a no-brainer like it use it it's there at your exposal uh the games like you said you get these people like we've seen it as as fans of the game um you've seen it i'm sure as a creator taylor uh matt you've probably seen it where you know people expect you know uh they expect the game to be carried in every single LGS across the world. Oh, exactly, world. yeah. Uh, but that's just not reality. Um, because when you do something like that, it it creates more pressure on you as a company, and you're not going to be able to fulfill orders. And then you are going to hit that 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 specific way where people are like okay well they can't they can't give us what we want they can't they can't meet the meet demand it's called slow growth which you have to have as a new game and i think that in just the year that you guys have been a company and and released product three expansions how many lgs's do we have right now for legions realms of war taylor we're uh, we're just over 20 now right and Jeez. so and that's one of the things that like to go to comment on what you said about that that slow growth that natural evolution is the fact that you know it was also um being a new space in the in, in or a new game in this space is the fact that obviously it just like any business venture it comes with a, a lot of learning curves right and a lot of a lot of things that that you have to you know learn whether it's trial by fire or you come in with pre- prior experience it's just the fact that uh, we've been able to, in this year, uh, hammer down our own distribution methods, right? A lot of companies don't have that opportunity. And, you know, uh, having having the connections we have to do in-house graphics and design and um, being able to do a lot of the behind the scenes all, all in studio, you know, not having to source that out has been a huge benefit for us. And right. I think a big thing too is the the fact is that you know spending a lot of years in the TCG space myself as a player and a, a circuit player through a lot of different competitive games. Not only uh, does that help when it comes to game design, layout, mechanics of cards, but I think it it doesn't get talked about enough at the connections and the friendships that you make through that process. And I feel as though that a lot of the connections I made through um, you know players at, in local communities, but also uh, business owners through LGSs has been able to help us 
get a footing in some of these stores that you wouldn't normally get because I already had those prior connections, right? So right. we were able to, I was able to use a really close connection of mine um, to launch the game out of a local game store uh, here in Woodstock, uh, Nerd, Nerds Cafe, right? So I think that's a, that's a big thing is those those connections can't be uh it can't be um, overstated enough i think like it's that it's that growth you're talking about mm-hmm. and showing that we we have what it takes right we have the we have the shipping down um and we have our own distribution down and we have the the design and the connections we we're talking about and like that was what year one was right mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. we pushed out we pushed out great products Amazing. for the whole first year and we've grown the player base. We've held big events, big tournaments, right? So that's and another that, thing that, yeah. that people talk that talk about that uh, oftentimes is like, okay, are these are these games taking their funding and you know putting it in something else other than the game? Or are they taking it and putting it in in other auxiliary products or are they putting it in into tournament prize winnings? But that's all stuff that we've already done. Right. Correct. Yeah, I was going to say mm-hmm. uh, you guys have already in just a year before you even try to do a Kickstarter, which I think is what is a really was a really smart tactic on your part is that you showed, hey, we run these tournaments. We didn't use any of these Kickstarter funds for that. Exactly. You guys have already done fifteen thousand dollars worth of tournament. Uh, you've you've done two there in Canada and one here in at, in mm-hmm. um, Tennessee uh, at Guild Vault Games. So you proved that, hey, we three tournaments in your first year before even trying to use something like Kickstarter or, or crowdfunding like that, that that that's what impressed me. That's well, why I, was like, I okay. mean, there also was the um, the 4K as well. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like I was going to say to capitalize off what you said there, right, that in our in our technically just a little over 12 months, it's not just a matter of the three, you know, the, obviously the most recent memory is those three 5k tournaments that we did all in the month of November, um, two in Canada and one in the United States. But it's the fact that we've been holding organized official organized play since uh, August, right? And so uh, they're sent out these campaign kits sent out to stores that have a player base that can of six or more that is coming out weekly. And those are sent out to stores free of charge, right? Like, right, so those, yes. those are going out and you're there's there's uh similar to what you would expect to see out of um uh flesh and blood armory kit you know you got you got stuff that's uh you know top uh top four promos uh first place prize promo cards as well as uh as well as play mats right so all of those things um are being sent out to the lgs's to help uh grow the communities right like they're the ones that are putting in the work at the store level and we want to reward them for doing so and we want to keep growing those player bases in those little pocket communities and so so we've been we've been hosting those mm -hmm. since august right Mm -hmm. right that and that's that's one of the uh, the other things that i love about future lore studios is that you guys care about the community, you care about the consumer, but you also 100% care about the local game stores. You guys, like I said, you guys send them free L, uh, these free kits for tournaments uh, that they host every Thursday, especially here in, in Clarksville, Tennessee at Guild Vault Games. Exactly. They host a tournament every single Thursday. Um, I was not a tournament player. I've been playing TCG since 1993. Um, I've played a lot of TCGs. Uh, I've never been a c- tournament player until Legion's Realms at War. Um, 
have I got to play in as many as I want to? No, I have a busy schedule uh, doing content, creating podcasts and everything else, being a dad, being a husband and working a full-time job. I don't get to do as many turns as I wanted to, but it says a lot that I've been playing a game for or TCGs for our, over three decades, and this is the first one I decided to hit up in a tournament. That but has to say if, a lot about the if game. If I can add on to it, you said I haven't been into as many as I want to. And you just said that yes. you weren't a tournament player before. Like, if if that doesn't speak volumes, I don't know what will. Well, well, look at look at uh, our other cohort, uh, Opal. Mm-hmm. Um, she's never played in a tournament. Uh, she's been playing TCGs for about 10, 15 years. She's already placed fourth in one tournament and eighth in the Siege Series tournament. Caleb, who hadn't even picked up a TCG until late last year, played in his first tournament at Legion of Realms at War at Guild Vault Games. So that's what I'm saying. You're taking three people that never played tournaments, and this game's like enticing us. That It's like, hey, we want to play this tournament. Because not just because of the people, but the game is just, it's just fun. Exactly. Um, so that, think, that's, that, that says a lot about the game and the company. I think piggybacking off that, and I think Matt can, can really hone in here, is the fact that mm-hmm. I believe this is your first trading card game, right, Matt? Yeah, like, first that I've, like, actually delved into, right? Like, I've played, like, I've played stuff with, like, my brother here and there, but, like, nothing actually competitive in any really so, sense. So what'd you play before? What What's what's one of the TCGs that you played? Um, I'm assuming probably Magic. Everybody's yep. played Magic. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I played uh, a little bit of Magic, a little bit of, little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! And, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! was, like, 10 years ago. And then... So what was it? What was it about Legions then that just? I don't know. What was it? I honestly have no idea. Community, so, the game itself. Did did the community lure you I, in, and then the, you found out the game was fun? Like, I'm dude, so honestly, I have no idea. So my TCGs. So my story is Hunter. Um, he he goes, hey, let's go over to um to Alice Collectibles, and then we'll go um we'll go amp up your Magic deck, and then we'll play a game. And I go, mm-hmm. okay, sick. And they go, okay, yeah. So they're pulling all your like. 30 singles, so how about we, um, while we're waiting, you play Legions. And then I was like, okay, sick. And then I remember AJ came over to me and he's like, Hunter said you were you wanted these. And it was a giant stack of undead cards. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I, I was really surprised. And then out of nowhere, it's just like, He's like, so do you want to play the game of Magic? And I'm like, no, I want to play this. Yeah, it, it, and, it, 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 it's the community, man. I think the community yeah. is what just gets you in, and then that's when you realize, hey, the community is great, but this game is just as great as community. Mm-hmm. Like the game is fun, man. Like, I, I like I said, I've been playing Magic for a long time. It's hands down my favorite game ever until this year, and Legions just kind of took that spot. And you know, the car- cardboard cohorts, all three of us. Like, this is our game. Like, this is the game that we're most passionate about, that we love. So it just, it, it speaks, like, volumes what this game means to a lot of the people in the community and, and just how successful it is and is going to continue to be as it grows more and more. Oh, exactly. I think, like, I think I'll go for it, Matt. Okay. I was going to say something that, like, I think really shows differences is how it's, like, my first day there, no one besides Hunter knew me. People were like... Hey, here's a whole bunch of cards. Here's stuff you can borrow. Here's life counters to borrow. Here's a playmat to borrow. And all this stuff. And he's like, here's a guardian to borrow. 
and that's that's how the community is man yeah and it's it was amazing right like like taylor game, saw it at the, the, at the full experience at the guild vault 5k series uh taylor saw it i had to lend out every single mat i had to yeah. uh new players because they didn't have mats to play with they like hey andrew you got a mat and i was like one how the hell do you even know who i am like you know <laughs> some of these people have never watched our youtube channel some of these people are new players i've never seen before so i was like how the hell do you know who i am i was like yeah man go for it dude this is my backpack right over there grab it grab a you know if you need some cards there's a bunch of cards in there so yeah the community is pretty pretty amazing man so well yeah i think no, the, the the person who spearheaded that for sure uh you know like obviously we it goes from the top down and we want to make sure that we are welcome to the community and that I try and be as present to add as many competitions and weekly tournaments as I can, uh, the stores that we can reach um, within a, within a week or within a drive or however it works out. But um, I think a big member and the spearhead to the, to the community growth, uh, it has to go to Ryan. Oh, hundred um, percent. I think Ryan has been super welcoming uh, to a lot of people uh, Matt included, right? Uh, he's oh, told me numerous yeah. times where he says, like, Ryan is the is the tipping point when it comes to uh, welcoming new people in open arms. He's really like, for sure. You think he's sure. like, you seem like the type to welcome people. Here's an entire so, shoebox full of cards that way you can welcome. So people. yeah, I, I mean, he was handing me stuff and at the at the tournament, but that, that so my first interaction with anybody from Future Lore Studios was obviously you, Taylor, um, mm -hmm. which I didn't know you from Adam at the time. I just uh, messaged you said, hey, thanks for making a great game. And then my second interaction with somebody from Future War Studios was definitely Ryan, who I've become very close with. Like, he is just an awesome guy. I mean, I just gave him a, a pretty awesome collectible DeLorean when he came down from Guild Vault, uh, just because I was like, I noticed his background. He had some Back to the Future stuff. I was like, okay, this guy likes Back to the Future as much as me. So, um, and that's just the way the community is. Like, we just... Hey, you want some cards? Hey, you want some of the? You know what I mean? It's just it, it, the community is definitely what sells the game, what gets people into the game, and then the game. Like I said, I've told you before, it sells itself. We 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 showed this game to our LGS here. Uh, mm -hmm. Opal and Caleb did a uh, you know a quick um, learn to play, you know, and uh, I, why they did that. I talked to Joe and Ed and and Nick and. Um, I it, it didn't take much convincing. It just sh took showing them the game and the cards. And within like two weeks, they had stuff ordered from Future Lore Studios. And and by like week three, I want to say they had tournaments going on already. Uh, and they were selling out a product left and right. I like we went up there to buy product. We couldn't buy anything because this sh shit was sold out already. Well, and that's the fast turnaround we want, right? Like, uh, not just not just for us, but to make sure that. You know, we get in contact or you guys get in contact as community champions with the stores. You set something up, have them contact us. And, you know, most of the time within 24 hours of contact, you're not only going to get the stores are going to having welcome packages shipped out of our studio right to them. But is the just setting up that business relationship and that mm -hmm. business partnership to work together to yeah. grow the community, work together to get people in their store. And, you know, that's one of the things we offer, right? We do, we do completely free shipping from our door to the LGS's door anywhere in North America, right? Like, like yes, we're from Canada, but there's there's no duty, no, no, uh, no import charges. Like we deal directly to the door to door and we ship it and it's all, and, and, we pay for that, all of it. That right there shows 
the dedication that you guys give a shit about the local game stores because i know personally how much it costs to ship stuff back and forth to canada and mm-hmm. it is not cheap uh so that right there for those people who might not think that you know legion's drums at war is a uh a supporter of lgs's I, I i it's spoken volumes and volumes of what what they do for LGSs and um, Guild Vault Games is probably one that you could call up right now and they tell you all about Legion. I mean, they have better turnouts, turner, uh, turnouts for their uh, Legions tournaments than sometimes they do their Magic tournaments. Like, really? It's just, yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, it's like that now with uh, Atlas, one of our local game stores, right? Um, I know Matt is one of the frequent players there, and yes, you know sir. they 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 gave us a night. Uh, they gave us Wednesday nights when we first started there, and um, that was just because they had they have a big play space and it's a divided play space. So one side would always be playing Magic Commander, and then they had the other side that they weren't really using. So that they gave it to us, and they thought, okay, you know, Wednesday nights is the middle of the week. Are they really going to have that great of a turnout? But when we're getting 12 to 16 players a night every Wednesday, and now it's to a point where as we approach the end of this year we're seeing more players coming out to legions on Wednesday nights than there is magic players playing commander. Right. So like that, that speaks volumes to the fact that where their, their clientele and where their player bases are shifting. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I, like I said, I've seen, I, I, I've, I've been to guild vault several times. Um, back in the day when I first moved here to Clarksville, Tennessee, it was called Rick's. Um, and you know, it's, it shifted, uh, ownership, uh, and um, what Joe has done with that LGS is simply remarkable because I remember going in there several times and just, you know, it's one of those, you know, smaller LGSs, but, you know, there just wasn't a lot of foot traffic. And now me and my wife pass there um, probably two or three times a week and you can't find a parking spot in that place. Like it is busy. Um, and like I said, the, it's the one bad thing about military towns is, you know, the people coming in and out so you're not always gonna have the same uh turnout um but yeah legions has been absolutely uh wonderful here in our hometown like we've got a lot of people playing it so um, a lot of people interested a lot of people in the um discord now from clarksville which is cool to see you know you get to put some faces with the names and like well, i can like, speak firsthand of that too because like attending driving down you know, we did we did the 10 10 and a half hour drive down to to Clarksville Tennessee to not only meet you guys but also to to uh, to run and host the tournament there with with Gil Vault so I can attest to that like meeting meeting the owner Joe in person um, and his incredible staff that are there and you know seeing the turnout and the interest like we got there late Friday night tournament was the next day on the Saturday morning and we walked in Friday night there and you know, people are at the tables, you know, building decks and testing out the game and and figuring out what's going to be the meta for the next day. And, you know, and these are in- experienced players. And then the next morning we see like we see brand new players showing up and playing as well. Right. Like the, the growth there. And then on the drive home, you know, we're coming back to Canada another 10 hours the other way. And mm-hmm. I get messages in the car ride home on the Sunday saying that we get uh, from people in that community that I got a chance to meet and talk to in person. And they're messaging me, letting me know that like, ever since you left, it's been booming here. Like people love the fact that you're, that you, you, you make the effort, you make the distance to drive yep. down and support the game stores in person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, you know, it's not a matter of necessarily beating our chest proud, but it's the fact that, you know, have you heard of other games that do that? 
right? Well, and that's the thing. Of, is, right? Yeah, right. I, I'll be honest. Have I heard of other games mm-hmm. doing that? Yes, absolutely. But they weren't doing it to support the LGS, the community in the game. They were just doing it to try to sell their game, which exactly. you clearly were not. You have already sold your game to that LGS. And um, like, you just came down to host a game and mute, meet new community members and players. Exactly. And like, which new games do we know that make like over three like new products a year? Like that were made that made three products in their first year. Matt, Matt, dude, there's games that have been out longer that don't produce that. Uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Right, I'll be honest. I, I, nobody else has to say it. It's it's a podcast. I, I don't work for Future Lore Studios or uh, I'm associated with Legion Realms of War. Genesis is a perfect example of, of, of a game like that. It's been out for six years uh, and it's it's had one expansion set a, a, a year and questionable to call it an expansion set. Like very no nothing to chase. No like that's a thing with Legion's Realms at War. Um why i liked it because like when i played magic i'd open up a booster set box and i i there was cards i knew i was looking for like when kamigawa came out i wasn't looking for all these shiny cards i was looking Mm -hmm. for farewell like farewell was the card that like i was like "Uh, okay i want that card uh legions is the same way like it has pools like these chase cards that you just crave that you want uh it's, it's something i was talking to paul about when you guys were down like i just i love buying a box myself and and pulling a card myself like it's just it's that chase that's so much fun you guys watched our videos we were rolling for packs and we think we were gonna get something awesome we didn't we were so disappointed and we get something great and we were so stoked like that's not stuff like we're not paid actors we can't we can't act that stuff out like those are genuine you know um genuine uh things that we're doing like it's just that's why i like legions like there's just these ch- every single well, set there's like a new chase card that i'm just like i need that card i want that card not necessarily to play but just le- add to my collection and stare at it exactly I think like, prime example too sorry i that i was just gonna say prime example would be when it comes to the, the chase like we got we got terrific uh team artists we got um we honestly you know maybe it's just biased but i, I feel as though we produce beautiful cards Oh, I agree. Oh, uh, I agree. And like we have a foil pattern that other people don't use. Um, you know, like the way we do our, our stamp foil, it's really it's 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 our card 100 percent through and through because nobody has a card designed the way we do. So we can really accentuate uh, the those features with foiling. So um, but when it comes down to it, yeah, you have to have chase cards built into into a set. It's yeah, like absolutely. yeah, that's that's what that's what people open booster packs for. That's the rush of it. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's also what helps LGSs, um, you know, feel like they want to crack boxes and sell singles to their local community as well, right? There's there's several games I've bought where I just I I could buy two boxes and I didn't need to buy anymore. Like I was like, okay, well I got everything I need because there's no chase cards in this. There's there's nothing that I'm looking for specifically. Uh, Legions, obviously, you know, Taylor, has not been that way. Me and Caleb and Opal have opened so many booster boxes that, Whoa. and we still don't have some of the shit that I'm, like, I still don't have the Ophidian that I'm still chasing, you know, that Elysian Rare from the Frontier set. I'm still chasing that card. Opal's still chasing that card. Caleb's still chasing that card. So fair. every once in a while, we'll go in and we'll buy a pack and hope to pull it, but, you know, still nothing yet, so... Well, to be fair, I want to I want to preface that it's 
it's not like a, a staple card. You know, it's not like it's not like oh, this is a super super important card. Like it's it's important, but it's not like it's not well, even like Ephidian's playable right now. It's just well, that it's a collector's yeah. item right now, and it's yeah, exactly, yeah. It's it's part 100%. of the chase, but it's not like if you get it, it's broken. It's like no, if you get it, that's amazing, and it's so cool. Like I remember yeah, that happened like... at the the Siege series five K when mm -hmm. opening up the um when opening up the the packs from from the top eight to top sixteen. Uh, Trey was opening up a Frontiers box and like throws the card on the table, like places it down and goes, I just pulled a Fidian. The entire room went dead silent. Yeah. Well, we saw a couple of consecrators like Samuel Graham and uh, Red Zone Rogue pull Ophidians live on stream and saw their reactions. Like, uh, yeah, you get that chase card. It's just that feel. And th that's the other thing, you know, to caveat off that, Matt, um, with Legion's Realms at War, like they have these chase cards, they have these exalted rares and these renowned rares, right? Exactly. And it's kind of like magic, you know, when a, an expansion of magic comes out, in my opinion, they have produced so much these these last couple years that their their next expansion makes the expansion before useless. Like, in my opinion, like they the whole, have the whole all concept of rares. the whole concept of if everything's special, nothing's special, right? Right. So legions, this was proven at the guild vault games tournament siege series tournament you don't have to have a lot ed won first place with pretty much a generic deck he didn't have all these you know special shiny cars these exalteds these you know you know couple exalteds three exalteds like four or five renounce he didn't have that he had he and he proved that you can just take a basic deck and 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 win an entire tournament and that's why i love this game like you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to be competitive in a tournament with this game well, you no, can, exactly. yes every expansion is going to change the meta every expansion is going to have these cards that are going to you know make people think and rebuild their decks but it's not going to like overpower the whole all these other cards so much that they're just deemed useless you know what i mean and Does that if make there sense? are cards that are more powerful they're most likely going to be commons like think about it like this yeah or uncommons, yeah, right? right? Like, welcome to Alberton, I believe, is an uncommon. Or is it a common? It's a, co it's a it's common, a common. Yeah. yeah. Right, so almost all the entire cards on the wish list, or not watch list, sorry, the watch list, are basically all common. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, there's, yeah well, I don't think the... there's a single renown or resulted or anything no. No. there, is there? No. I don't that's even that's think a, there's the a rare. No, and that's the thing we try and highlight, is the fact that you know, like you like you mentioned there to piggyback off what you said there, like Ed won a tournament um with a with a fifty fifty card deck that twenty five of the cards come from the starter deck. Yep. You know, and like and his most expensive card in his entire deck was fifty dollars. Yeah, and he ran through right. them and that's it. Yeah. And the rest of his deck outside of that, I think his next most expensive card was three dollars. So what other game can you play at a high competitive level that has the price supports that we offer with with a, in a game where your your deck is that cheap yeah so yeah so my heroes deck that i had built undefeated for almost an entire year i got cocky at my first tournament frontiers that just came out i got real cocky i said you know what i'm not going to change anything in this deck um i'm just going to play what i have I didn't do horribly bad in the tournament. I didn't obviously win the tournament, 
but it wasn't like my deck was completely useless. Yeah, I got I got my ass stomped pretty good because you know people had put in some of these frontier cards, but it didn't make it to where that the reason why I lost was because I had bad draws. Every single game is like I don't know what happened. Anytime I played my hero deck before, uh, I had great draws. I was able to win within like four or five turns, it, no problem at all. Then when the tournament came, is and this was. This is the this is how I know that Legions has something special because I played my first tournament. I had nothing but bad draws and got my ass kicked because of that reason, but I still want to go back to play tournaments. And everybody knows when they play games with me, I am a sore loser. Um, I've thrown dice uh, and everything else. So, uh, uh, yeah, everybody knows I'm a sore loser, but I just wanted to go back to play the game even more. But it wasn't because the deck was useless it's just like i said i had bad hand i had bad draws and that's just what it came down to and that's what i love about the game is you don't have to i don't have to go and chase this card online and possibly buy it on ebay or you know third party or somebody trying to flip it for like 150 bucks to win the game uh and we've well, seen magic does that a lot yeah and, and to, to comment off that too right like you said about that that always that coming back factor um is is like you know, right when we first launched, right? We we did it at a local game store close to us, and we had built it up. We had advertised for it and everything. And our our uh, our game launch, both starter decks along with Ravage Lands as our base set. You know, uh, we were still during uh, uh, COVID restrictions here in Canada, so we could only have so many people in store. But we we reached maximum capacity. We were at 37 in store that was government allowed, and you know, 37 players playing a brand new game. Now, a lot of them came from the Magic community, right? And I find that that was a big uh, a big adjustment for us because we were expecting to get more uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon players. And I feel as though the Magic players is where they, they came across that that point and they, uh, they tried the game out. And yet, some of them is just, it got to a point where they're like, well, we really like this game. And so they they got some of the cards and they're building decks and they come out and everything. And then, of course, you know, Magic drops a couple big sets, their attention and their money and effort goes towards that. Right. But one thing, like you said, is that. They see, you know, five, six, seven months later that we're still around, they dust off that collection, they come back and play. Right. And they see a couple of new expansions came out and they come back and play. And I think that. Uh, that's awesome is the fact that magic is consistently like that throughout their years that people will leave and come back to it yeah um and we had that with with uh with magic players in our community and have come back and they're like you know what you guys have proved to us you already have staying power in year one so oh mm -hmm. no exactly i was happy i yep. didn't have to draw lands i was very happy yeah. about that dude i i, I like yeah, the you, no you cost. use your resources blood born instead of you know hoping you get that 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 mana card that that land card to be able to tap for resource though it's exactly. your, you, you're always going to be able to play something unlike magic or some of these other games you're always going to be able to play something it just is up to you if you want to spend your life or not and and that or you're consumed or whatever so um yeah the game's amazing man it's it's showing its growth it might not be fast enough for some people but hey it's fast enough for us fans. It's fast enough for the company. Um, and Empires and Rise coming in January on Kickstarter. It's going to be huge. Um, a lot of different tiers, I'm sure, for LGSs and, and yes. consumers. So um, that just goes to show you continue support for LGSs. So 
and that's um, the scaling up we're doing. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was, uh, I guess that's going to do it for this first episode. This is just going to be an introductory video, but like me and Taylor and we, and Matt, we always get kind of carried away because we get so excited to talk about this game and, and We're all just talking hanging out with people. each other. That It's really yes. not a good idea to put all three of yeah. us in a podcast. <laughs> it, it definitely is not. It is definitely You'll not. see as I'm, time goes on, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a rambler, and, and Taylor is definitely so passionate about this game that he just wants to fill people with so much information um, as possible. And, and that's what I love about Taylor. I, I absolutely love him. He's like a brother uh, now. And this is somebody I didn't even know a year ago uh half of you are like family to me now um and these are people i i've met through social media or or haven't even met in person that that you know i just consider very very good friends now which is it's it's an amazing thing uh something i never thought i would do in my lifetime uh you know somebody not growing up with internet and and back in the day um it's just it's just an amazing thing and amazing community amazing game amazing company amazing creator man i can't you know i can't I can't say thank you enough for bringing Legions of Realms at War to all of us. Like you took like your 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 story uh, that you know you said was uh, uh, originally a um, a screen uh, screenplay, and you took that and you made it a game and you you know shared it with all of us, um, which is an amazing thing. So uh, I definitely appreciate that. And like I always tell everybody. Uh, I found this game and it's an part, important part of my life, and and um, I, I I thank you very much for the game, and um, I look forward to continuing this podcast and knocking out some awesome videos, having some you know awesome uh, chit chats with some guests. I know that we have uh, Pat, um, who's an orc player. He's going to be on the next episode, yeah, and then um, going up, yeah. And then I believe on episode three, we're going to have Josh, who's a mythical beast player. So, uh, which is a deck I don't know too much about. I've played a couple times. So I'd I mean, love to like, it is kind of perfect because we just figured out the, the new mythical beast warlord today, like yeah. as of yeah. recording this. So it's like, yeah. it's going to be fun it's to pick be, his brain. It's going to be great to have, uh, to have Josh's perspective on it. Yeah. Oh, Josh yeah. is just an awesome guy. I, I felt bad when you guys came down. Um, Josh and AJ are two people I really just wanted to sit down and talk to, but the tournament was so busy and so constant. There was just not room to sit down and talk. You know, I was running around trying to do content and, and, and everything else. And I just did not get as much one-on-one -on -one time as, with them as I wanted. Um, I didn't really get much one-on-one -on -one time with, with any of you that I wanted. Um, you know, we got to have dinner the night before, but, um, I just I wanted more one on one time, but at the same time I didn't want to be selfish. Uh, you guys were there just to meet these new players, community, and I wanted them to be able to interact with you guys as well. So I kind of just stood back and did my own thing, and um, you know we had some personal stuff going on in our in our uh, personal life, me and my wife with the family. So kind of made the tournament was an awesome thing to be a part of, but it was just as such a miss. It was just a, such a unopportune time for us uh personally with everything going on which you guys know about um so it's it's just been kind of it was kind of rough but um we were still there we were still present we were still you know passionate about the game so um which you know my wife supports everything i do which is great because without her i wouldn't have a youtube channel without her i wouldn't probably be in the legions and we wouldn't be doing this podcast so um, you know, we always have to thank those significant others and, and all our friends uh, that we can actually sit down to do this podcast. So um, I appreciate everybody. So, yeah. Well, I think this is, to be fair, is one of the best ideas you had, man. Um, 
you know, and you're full of great ideas, man. You help me on a regular basis with with things, and you know, you, the time of recording this, you help me with a lot of stuff as we ready ourselves for the Kickstarter. Yeah. So, uh, with with that in mind, please check out the Legions Realms at War, uh, Empires on the Rise Kickstarter. The launch page is up; it's ready to go. Uh, make sure you hit that notify me when we go live. We have great tiers coming for people with excellent discount prices and some amazing special Kickstarter exclusive promos. So, right. And sick. if you want to get into Legion's Realms of War right now, uh, I'll say it every single podcast. If you want to get into it right now, uh, you can check out nerdscafe.com. Uh, it's a it's a uh, LGS there in Canada, uh, and you can use promo code Roll Four Initiative. That's R O L L the number four initiative. And you can get 10% off all sealed and single Legions Realms of War products. So if you want to kind of get in the game, and if you're in the United States, um, hey, our dollar's a little bit higher, so you'll save you some money either way. So And then the extra 10% off. So if you want to get in the game, you can check it out there. Also, like Taylor said, check out the Legions website. The Kickstarter will have all those um, links in the description of this podcast. Um, We'll make sure we have all that ready. We'll have the Discord link in there. So you guys want to join the Discord, um, chit-chat with uh, the community. We'll have all that stuff. You just click on those links, join, check out uh, the pages, and we'll have all that stuff set up for you guys. So yeah, easy all, peasy. All three, all three of us and uh, and our guests and stuff are all in the Discord. Um, you can access and directly talk to me through the Discord as well. Um, and I think the same thing is... Follow along on these on the, all the social media and the YouTube channels because we have a lot of stuff coming, especially a as we push through as, it's as, as that so we good. push through January. Hey, a better so a better uh, better way to course people into coming to the Discord. Um, if you actually want to talk to the creator of this game, uh, join the Discord. Go to that um, sign up sheet for the podcast, and you can actually be a part of this podcast and talk to the creator of this amazing game. So, uh, you know, if nothing else, you just want to pick the brain of a of a game creator. Um, hey, this is the podcast for you. Join the Discord, hit that uh, sign up sheet, and and be a guest. Right? Yeah. We'd exactly. love to hear not just from community members or people that we know, but I'd love to hear from brand new discord community members people who just brand new into this game i'd love to hear their opinions and their thoughts and and maybe some of their ideas whatever they have so make sure you join the discord make sure you uh check out the website and and everything else like i said we'll have all the descriptions and uh yeah i think that's going to do it fellas yep. another another podcast done so yeah awesome awesome night thanks again for being here taylor i appreciate it and, well, uh, th thank you for having me and making me a part of this. And remember, Allegiance Lounge, where we just talk about this and that. Yeah, and and Matt, thank you again, buddy. Hey, and um, thank you so much for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. All right. Awesome. And until next time, like I said, we'll have a uh, Pat, one of our community members who plays the uh, Orc Legion. Um, he's won a, a few tournaments himself. He'll be on here as he talks to us about his favorite Legion. Uh, and then and we just, follow that up with Josh afterwards with Mythical Beast. Right. So right. Yes, so. sir. All right. It, That'll do it for the night. Uh, thank you for all the listeners uh, for checking out this new podcast. And uh, I hope to see uh, more people checking out the next one and the one after that. So um, we can't do this without an amazing community and and uh, listeners checking out the podcast. Yeah. So thanks, let's, everybody. Let's grow together, guys. Let's see you all next time. All right. Next time, guys. <laughs>